Welcome to Tabletop. My name is Nick, and I think that fudging dice rolls is totally okay. Hey, it's me, Franco, and rolling for initiative sucks. I'm Daniel, and I think you should modify your first level characters as much as you want. And I'm Shade, and if your TTRPG hasn't evolved into a LARP, you've done it wrong. And we all host Tabletop, a TTRPG podcast about all things games and storytelling. And sometimes we have game designers, professional researchers, and even the occasional owlbear. If this interests you, listen to Tabletop every Monday, wherever you get your podcasts. Tabletop is a proud member of the Helios Network. In this episode of Negative Modifier, we'll be playing the game Delta Green. Delta Green, by design, tackles various mature themes that may be uncomfortable or triggering for listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, it's Charlie, Negative Modifier's Game Master. First off, thank you for giving us a listen. As always, expect something horrible to happen to the players. If you're a fan, support us by leaving a review on iTunes. If you hate the show, Consider doing it anyway and enjoying the fact that you've inflicted us on someone else. For the most up-to-date news on the podcast, follow us on Twitter and Instagram. And with that... We've just gotten done grenading a house, for lack of a better phrase. One of the agents is in the car. Not dead, but not doing great. High as fuck. Yeah. Yeah, that's Full right. painkillers. Which room did you throw the grenade in? Was it through the front door or through the window? He kind of threw it into the center of the house, through the front door. Yeah, so I, I threw it and from the front, so it's somewhere in, like, the middle of the house. Yeah, pretty much. So, um, Foxtrot, what the hell was that? The hell was what? I threw a grenade in the goddamn house. Yeah, you grenaded a house. Yeah? But the entire time, I was just trying, like, you could have helped, you could have come back to for me or something or like did you get it all out was that was that therapeutic for you like what was that you you could say therapeutic whatever the case may be i look i can we just get through this house and get out of here just needed to just check up on you i guess just make it sure you're good okay 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 as i'm saying that i obviously look very disgruntled i'm kind of reloading whatever stuff i have or whatever stuff got depleted from when I was inside the house shooting, I'm reloading, and I'm also going to grab another grenade and throw it in my pocket for now, or stash it on me. I'm just picturing this entire conversation between Firestarter and Foxtrot. It's kind of happening, like, a mix of bewilderment and, like, gritted teeth as this kind of Foxtrot, like, angro says everything that he's saying. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I've finished talking up, and I'm walking back. I walk towards the front of the house, and I look over at Firestarter and say, you coming? Yeah, 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 yeah. I just didn't know that we were arming ourselves to the teeth for a little search. But you know what? This house did try to kill me, so I will uh, follow your lead on that. All right, so at that point, after he says that, I walk up towards the steps and stand right outside the front door waiting for Firestarter to meet up with me at the front porch, and then we're going to head in. All right, so looking into the house, even from there, you are keenly aware of the aftermath of throwing a fragmentation grenade into a normal urban suburban home it didn't destroy the place but kind of around the grenade is definitely ripped apart some you have burn marks that go quite the distance there's chunks of stuff embedded in walls like the reality is most hand grenades aren't great at destroying a house they'll just mess up a room or two type of thing so yeah house not the best condition but also you're not worried about it kind of collapsing on itself like you feel pretty confident moving through the house is safe from at least a structural standpoint. I'm not going to say it's safe from a 
everything standpoint, but from a like it caving in on you or you falling through the floor, probably not a problem unless you like step in an area that's obviously been like burned or already broken. Okay. I'm going to follow Foxtrot and start heading up the door. All right. I'm not as, I guess, tense as Foxtrot. I kind of, I'm just going to peek my head inside, look around. Um, not. No, sure. It doesn't look good in there by any measure, but if you're not seeing anything moving. The various kind of wire tentacles aren't doing anything strange. There's no reaction going on. I'd say like it, kind of quick glance through the spaces. The house is indeed kind of, quote, dead. It wasn't super alive beforehand, but you're not seeing any extra signs of movement or weird beyond what was already present in the house. The, there was that person that was at the door, correct? Mm-hmm. I kick it. Well, so remember, they kind of, when they die, they dissolve into kind of a mess of cables. You're kicking a human-shaped pile of cables, and you can do that. It doesn't do anything. It's just kind of there being cable-like. All right. Well, I'll step over the cables, and I'm going to head my way into the kitchen. Yeah. Is the gas on? I'm going to turn on one of the burners. Is it electric, or is it like a burner? No, it's a burner, yeah. So as with the last of these kind of weird houses you dealt with, there's nothing functioning here. Like, there's no electricity, there's no gas, there's no nothing. Like, if it can be drained, for lack of a better phrase, it is. Okay. So I assume no light switches work, like nothing turns on. It's just kind of there. Well, gas isn't connected. As I'm flipping some switches, electricity's not connected. This is kind of as off the grid as a suburban home get. You coming in, or you gonna stand there all angry-like? So I'm just going to walk in and head right towards the next room. So so remind me, what rooms have we not checked yet? So the only rooms you've been in are the main living room, the dining room, the kitchen area, and the bathroom. There are three rooms kind of off the hallway that runs the length of the house. One at yeah. the front of the house, which is where the first kind of creature lunged out at you, and then one back towards the kitchen area. And they're on opposite sides of the bathroom. Okay. Coming in from the front door, I went ahead directly. I'm basically going to beeline it directly to the next room I hadn't checked yet. All right, so that's either of those, I guess. Yeah. Going straight to your left as you come in makes, I guess, the most sense to me. Is that what you want to go into first? Yeah. All right, so the room at the front of the house, at the end of the hallway, do you stealthily enter? Do you kind of like, what's the operating policy at this point? You kind of going full tactical? You kind of sneak yeah, in? full tactical. I kicked that door in. I'm still pissed, so. All right, so door kind of bangs inwards as you kind of kick it in off its hinges, maybe even a little bit. So looking into the room, it's very obvious that this room is the original source of whatever you want to call keeps happening to these houses in this place. It has the most cables, and they're all emanating from one kind of pile on what appears to be a desk. As you're looking around the room, if you had to guess, it's like a teenager's room or something, like maybe a really young 20-something adult, but, like, it's got band pictures, but there's an anger to the room, almost. Like, it's kind of, like, pictures have been torn up. There's, like, some stenciling on the wall. Like, it's not a happy room by any measure. And it definitely kind of has a bit of a tech-focused, if you will, lots of cyberpunk stuff, lots of the kind of things you would see in a angry computer fan's room, if you will. Okay. So now that I'm, like, kind of in this room, is there anything... Like, well, is there anything that looks like it could come alive in that room? That's the first thing I look for. Nah, it seems pretty inert. Okay. So, hmm. I'm just going to start searching for anything. Well, I guess, does it have like a path of cables in that room kind of thing? Because you said this looks like the source of 
all that stuff that was happening. Yeah. Like the previous one of these houses you've been in, this is the focal point. A bunch of cables that shoot off from the pile on the desk that go into the walls. They disappear. Some of them snake out the door type of thing. It's the highest concentration of cables in the house, but it's far less than the last time you saw one of these infestation type of situations. Give me an intellect check. Intellect check? Yeah, give me an int check. All right. I got a fumble. 55 out of 45. I'm a dummy. Which makes sense, because I'm not super focused on, like, being analytical. I'm still, my character's still very mad, so. Uh, Yeah, like, maybe your anger is blinding you at this moment, but, like, there's something you're just kind of missing about the severity of this, the kind of levels of this, if you will. Jumping over to Firestarter, so where'd you go in the house? If um, Foxtrot went to the bedroom, where are you moving to? So, from the kitchen, I just hear Foxtrot just kind of kick the door in. Yeah. Which kind of, oh, that's my cue. Start looking through this house. So from the great room, I'm going to look at the truck to make sure Florence is okay and it's like the car. Yeah, she's fine. She's not getting worse, but she's not getting better. Like, not a lot of time has passed it either, too. Like, this is only like maybe a minute total of time, give or take, tops. I still just want to check on Florence just because we are yeah. leaving a heavily sedated individual alone in a highly explosive vehicle. Yeah, she's on her phone when you, like, look out. Cool, cool. So I'm going to kind of follow Foxtrot into the room, or at least just kind of hang out in the doorframe, kind of check out what's there. Sure. And after looking at all the posters and everything, I want to get a sense of, like, who was living in here, like, checking out the decor, checking out, like, the rooms. Because we are investigating that one kid, Benjamin Reese, the main suspect, while Brianna and William were the parents that just kind of didn't really exist. Yeah, so give me a search. 56 out of 61 success. Yeah. All right, so you find a couple things. First off, maybe you have more context for this. Maybe this makes a little more sense to you. A bunch of the posters in the room are for raves or kind of various underground concerts of some kind. Whoever this kid was or whoever was the inhabitant of this room was very much into kind of that underground music scene. You also find a fairly tricked out laptop. You kind of dig through the cables some and at the center of it with no one cable really attached to it. You find this. It's a little bit out of date by this point, but like it's still it's obviously a custom built laptop. It's obviously very powerful and it's just covered in a variety of stickers. As best you can tell, it still works, but. You're not turning it on yet or anything like that. Like, there's no physical damage on it. You also find a cell phone kind of stuck in the desk that the laptop was on. Well, we have a laptop and a cell phone, which, do you remember, like, was it just a pyramid that was, that Pine's stuff was underneath, or did they have to do something specific or special with that, Foxtrot? I, like, turned towards Firestarter to say, I have no idea. I can't remember. Yeah, I... I just want to make sure it's not like this thing is going to start playing some sort of like ring back tone and we're going to die. Yeah. I mean, hell, it doesn't even look like the kid pop, whatever. It's He's got a bunch of rave posters. Are any of the designs on the laptop stickers as well as the posters, do they kind of match or anything else like that? Or are they kind of related? Yeah, you probably see some overlap of imagery, but no okay. kind of constant theme. It's lots of band stickers and just kind of, Small indie stuff, I guess, the best way of thinking. You know, that kind of specific look indie band stickers have where they're 
a lot for cheap kind of thing going on. That's there in the paper. That's there in the stickers themselves. Yeah, it's lots of black and white print on a color background or on a color piece of paper to give you that kind of color splash on the poster type of thing going on. Cool. And then how, because you said that the house looked like it's been untouched for a couple of years. How recent are posters the scene? They line up with the time frame of the house. Uh, again, like it's okay. the same kind of aged effect to the entire space. Nothing's new here. It's just this is weirdly the most detailed and also simultaneously most wire-ridden place of the house you've encountered so far. But the cables aren't responding to again. Like the house very much feels drained and husk-like. Gotcha. So I want to take the laptop with me. I'm going to put the laptop in my bag as well as the cell phone. And if I can carefully just kind of peel off as many of the posters as I can, just because I'm going to want to cross-reference any of these like bands, these raves or anything else like that, that might kind of come up with any of the imagery or any of the, uh, they might have a link with the Thousand Eyes decentralized rave. So I'm going to start cleaning up, I guess, and just kind of take it with me. All right. You all going to do this at all Foxtrot or now? No, I want to search the room and see if there's any like small like door hidings or like secret little compartments where somebody can hide in. All right, yeah, give me a search. 75 out of 55, failure. Wow. You're not finding anything, but yeah, not surprising. We're not going to jump outside to Agent Florence, who's kind of lying there in a car, not feeling great. How you holding up on this one, Florence? I think that she's probably pretty high now. I mean, she's still in pain, but not as much as she was. And she's sending a text to Agent Tranche, basically asking for a drop with some better medical supplies or a contact who uh, could provide medical care. Sure. While you're doing all of this, give me an alertness check at minus 20 because you are just full of painkillers right now. Yeah, of course. 79 out of modified 41. Fail. Yeah, it, there's something off going on and you can't really pinned down like there's, there's something weird going on outside not unnatural weird but who knows yeah i mean are people starting to look at us not that you're noticing necessarily you want to try to like snap yourself to a little more focus yeah can i do that with like a power yeah something? i was gonna say give me a pow check for that 83 out of 85 success yeah so you start fighting the drugs some more give me another alertness check at i'll give you kind of plus 20 now that you're kind of looking around in a more meaningful way and out of modified 81 success all right the first thing you notice is some time has passed. You heard some sounds from inside the house. Like your sense of time is definitely a little bit off right now. Like your phone shows that you texted Tranche eight minutes ago, which you thought was just a couple seconds ago. And you realize people are very much looking at the house. A couple people have cell phones out. They're taking pictures. But more importantly, off in the ever so far away distance, you hear police sirens. Florence is going to call Firestarter. All right. Yellow. Police, it's time to go. Oh, shit. Are they outside outside or? Sirens are close. I can hear them. Okay. Hold. Oh, we got like two more rooms left. Uh, we need to do a quick sweep. Yo, Foxtrot. What? Popo, let's go. All right. No, no, no. Let's check the, let's check the last rooms that we got to dip. All right. So I'm going to just basically run and just kick open the last door that we need to get into. All right. That's the last one that's missing, right? There are no upstairs? Nope, no upstairs. Okay, cool. So I kicked the shit out of it. Is it the bathroom? Nah, so you've been in the bathroom. This is just kind of the, what you'd guess to be the room belonging to 
the Reese parents, if you will. It's a normal kind of king size bed, a couple pictures of the family around, very normal kind of single child family situation going on there. The room matches the rest of the house, minus the bedroom you were just in. Like that had all the signs of teenage rebellion and angst going on. This is just normal suburban married couple. All right. As soon as I get in, I guess I just want to do a quick search for anything that would stand out kind of related to this. Uh, either like I'm guessing there's like a bed, some drawers and stuff like that. Yeah. Give me a search. Yeah. I just want to do a quick search and see if you find anything that stands out. Yeah. Uh, seven out of 55 success. Nice. You are probably proficient enough that you know the correct way to kind of burglarize a house search. You're kind of opening stuff at the bottom first, just tearing through things. You're not finding anything. Like, it's, again, just normal, boring, maybe some outdated clothing, maybe some medical supplies, like someone has some heartburn medication or something. Like, again, nothing weird about this room whatsoever. More importantly, though, you do hear the police are definitely getting closer. You inside the house can now hear the police coming. Okay. Since my search is done and I couldn't find anything, I'm just going to look over to Firestar and say, let's get out of here and just start running towards the front door back to Lawrence. As Foxtrot runs past me, I yell, don't forget to cover your face. And I try to kind of throw up my high collar and grab my bag and head to the car too. Sure. Yes, you successfully get there. I'm assuming you just kind of like, not maybe not dive, sort of you kind of rush into the car as fast as you can. Yes. How far are the sirens away? They're getting close. Shit. Foxtrot, do you know if there's any incendiary rounds in here or we have any incendiary stuff? I look over and I'm like, I don't remember. You have to check the back, but I don't know if we have enough time for that. No, we don't have enough time for that. God damn it. I really want We need to burn this house. Uh, fuck, 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 fuck. Um, we got to go. The, the we, we got to the whatever the we need to get out of here. We can't be caught. We'll have to text Tronch to figure out a way to cover this up. You're not going to find anything on any of us. I mean, like, is your blood in the police registry? I'm a firefighter. They have almost everything up to, like, my sperm samples. I see. Let's go. Drive, please. Yeah. I jump into the driver's seat, like, to hightail it out of here. Yeah, so you were smart enough to park backed in, so that will give you a little bit of a luck here. It can be a drive check. 32 out of 53 success. Yeah, so you kind of get the thing in gear, get going, and just kind of hightail it out of the spot. And just as the cop cars round the corner, you are speeding off. You see a bunch of people are kind of like pointing excitedly at your general direction, trying to flag down the cops to keep them going. But yeah, you're out of there. You're not hitting anything. Like You make a clean exit, not a clean getaway yet. But so you're driving. What's the plan at this point? We are in Philadelphia. In the suburbs, we need to we need to ditch the car or we need to figure something else out. Drive casual and take us to a car park. Gotcha. Foxtrot, I need you to navigate me here. Let me know if you can see anything. I'm going to try to see if... Are there extra plates here? Does the car have extra plates? Does anyone know? No, I don't know. You did not find any when you were searching the car previously. Hmm. A car park has extra car plates. Yeah. Cool, cool. Florence Lalo. Yep. Did anyone see your face? I don't think so. I've got the, the whole get up, you know, every time we go into something like this. Okay, cool, cool. I would like to drive casually around, kind of avoiding or keeping an eye out for the police and try to find a car park, a covered car park for us to head into. All right, cool. So yeah, Foxtrot, give me a navigate to see how effectively you kind of find something. 
and Firestar to give me a drive check just to see how well you perform under pressure, if you will. 36 out of 50 success. All right, so you successfully find something. I will say, I am a firefighter, so I do perform pretty well under pressure. Let's see if the dice agree. 36 out of 53 success. Eight. Wow. Twinsies. Oh, Twinsies. Yeah, so you feel pretty confident that if there were cops following you, you probably lost them. If not, like they had bigger fish to fry. They had bigger things to tackle. Like the house was in obvious disarray. People were pointing at the house excitedly, like crowds to maintain, a weird house to apparently investigate with grenades that went off of it allegedly. Who who knows? Yeah. The car leaving might not be the highest priority. It should be, but it might not be in this circumstance. But yeah, found a car park. You're looking just to swap some plates at that point. Yes. Is there a car similar to ours in this car park? Your car is a little bit on the older side. It's a minivan. So finding another minivan, not that hard. Finding an older minivan like this, a lot harder. You could try and match color. That's probably your best kind of way to go with that at that point. Yeah. So I want to try to find a car that matches ours as best as I can, probably just give me color, maybe even make just so that way it's like, hey, cool, we can switch some plates. And that's easy enough to do. As is typical Delta Green tradition, this car is a very common, very generic color. It's a very inconspicuous fan. Again, on the older side because reasons, but yeah, you you find some you feel pretty confident swapping with. It's a very easy thing to do too. So do we, do you want to, drive around and lay low before we head back to ops or do we want to see if we can just kind of hide our car and then uh get back to the hotel motel oh florence by the way when you sober up i have a laptop and a cell phone i don't have one of those weird pyramids that they kept pine stuff in but i'm f- pretty sure you and your fancy hand magic figure out that maybe yeah maybe so you found a car that kind of looks like ours yet? No, yeah, we already swapped the plates. Great, so the plates have been swapped. Do you want to make it look like a, a rush job on the other car? Scratch it up a little bit and try to mm-hmm. frame that car as much as we can? Yeah, I can do that. Yep. See if you can get inside, maybe throw some shell casings in, you know? So I will say the point of shopping plates is to have a car that's inconspicuous that matches yours. Good point. If you give them reason to pull over a car for being suspicious, which they shouldn't do, but they're going to do type of thing, they're going to find out the plates are missing, and then they're going to put a lookout for the plates that match that car in theory. I don't want to say that we're pretty inconspicuous. Are we? I don't think we are in this car. It's a minivan. Like, you didn't, like, bust it up getting out of there. Like, it's as inconspicuous as you probably can be. Why don't we go back to home base and, uh, or... Stop off at a hardware store and buy some spray paint or something. Yeah, we could stop by an auto center. We could just do a car cover, worst case scenario. Yeah. All right. I'm going to sleep. All right. It's Philadelphia. Is there an alleyway? Plenty. Plenty. Sweet. I'm just going to park this in an close to the motel. Easily accessible, but at the same time, kind of like hidden maybe from like Street View. All right. Just trying to find a spot to stash the car that you have easy access to, but it's not obvious that it's at the motel you're staying at. Yep. And as per usual, backing that shit in, because that is coming in handy. <laughs> uh, easy enough to do. You can get the car prepped. Smart move on backing it in again. I mean, I can fireman carry Florence. You can carry her. Unless, you know, it's probably best to ask for consent, permission. I try to rouse Florence awake. Florence? Yeah? 
Uh, you you good to walk back to the hotel room, or you need one of us to carry you? She sits up. We'll get out of the car. They're at a girl. She just stares at you like she's very annoyed. I mean, I don't know. Maybe maybe this was like your first time being so heavily dosed. Maybe you're a party girl. I don't know that much about you. Yeah, let's keep it that way. Touche. Touche. All right. And then I guess we head back to the motel room. All right. All right. So you're back in your motel room. What are you doing at this point? Obviously, Florence is trying her best to heal, but I guess what are people doing at this point? You get in contact with detective? Are you? What's the plan, I guess, moving forward? Like, you definitely found something. The detective was definitely right. Suspiciously so. When I get into the motel room, I want to head over to the shitty little motel desk, and I'm clearing it so that way I could put the the laptop, the phone, as well as the posters that I've collected onto it for uh, research and study. Sure. Hey, Foxtrot, should we see if we can get another car, or do we need to make sure that all the stuff inside is mobile, just in case if we need to bug out? I say we get that stuff mobile just in case. This car is probably burnt, so we need to replace it. It's something different entirely at this point. Got to be something old. Yeah. An old truck or something? I don't know. But it's got to be old, and we got to get rid of this thing. If you could find another car like this one, like that nobody uses anymore, you know, like at a junkyard or something. Doesn't have to be the same color, I guess, but I mean, the car is armored, if you recall. That's why I'm kind of like, damn, I kind of wanted to make sure that we still have that, but. I mean, it might be worth a trip to a, like a junkyard, a junker or something. See if there's a car with plates similar to the ones that we have or similar to the car that we have. Do we have like a friendly junker contact like last time? I mean, I promise not to touch any more fucking weird ass shit, but no, I don't I don't think so. But I mean, you know, they don't walk around with you when you're in there. I mean, there's got to be a friendly around here somewhere. Where's uh, who's what's the name of that person back at the uh, base? Your friend? Ranch, was it or something? Yeah, I'm, I'm waiting for her to get back to me on it. In the meantime, do they have a uh, contact for a junker? I'll, I'll text Tranche and add the addendum to ask. Yeah. Florence will do that. Okay. I will say that Firestarter is used to the fact that Tranche's approach to a bunch of this stuff is get it done. Let me know when it's done or you're dead. She's not as, what's the right phrase, nurturing as Pine was. Pine nurturing? Oh, Lord. <laughs> I want to inspect the phone and the laptop. I don't really want to open it. Let me recover a bit so I can disconnect the audio and, you know, mess with the brightness settings so that we don't, you know, get hit with that. Yeah, that's probably going to be a better idea. I was going to check to make sure that there was like a battery or a SIM card or whatnot. What kind of phone is this? Is this like a Nokia brick? Is this like a Razor? Is this an iPhone? It's an older model smartphone. It's cheap. This was not a well-off phone. This is not a well-off phone type of thing. Like, it probably even has a keyboard on the bottom third of it still or something. This is not by any measures a good phone. It's maybe the kind of phone a teenager get their hands on pretty easily. Again, like, there's a almost a custom-built quality to it, if you will. It matches the laptop where the laptop isn't by any means a shoddy laptop. It's not some fancy laptop. It's very much custom-built. This phone kind of has similar stuff going on, almost like it's been hacked together or something. Hey, hey, Foxtrot, can you give me an ammunition box? Can you just empty that out so I can put this phone in it, just in case it's going to try to, like, GPS signal or whatever the crap? Uh, yeah, sure. I'm guessing all this stuff is still outside in the car, right? I assume you brought it in with you, but... 
Okay, yeah, yeah no. Then yeah, I'll just I thought if we did all bring it in, then yeah, I'll check. Like foil? Is there like a burrito wrapper in there or something? I'll say you find something to wrap it in. That's not that hard to find. Okay, yeah, I find whatever item we can use to wrap it in, and I just toss it over to the fire starter. I'm gonna wrap the phone in whatever kind of protective metal sheet or whatever the hell I can, just sure. to kind of at least quiet that down or sure. prevent that GPS. I mean, it's off. Like both devices are off. Don't have any power either, as best you can tell. Can't they still track that? Not while it's off, no. Okay. It tracks its last known location when it was on. All right. Put some tape over the camera on the phone, the camera lens. Yeah, yeah. But tape that up and wrap it. So uh, I guess we're just waiting. Yep. All right, because that was fucking stressful. And Firestarter pulls out his flask from his uh, jacket. Does anyone else want some, or is that going to mess up with your whatever cocktail that you just down. Uh, if I drink anything alcoholic right now, uh, it's going to thin my blood out so much that I will probably die. Ooh, yipes. And I crash on the lumpy-ass couch and take a swig. That's, that's kind of it for the day, I think. You guys can't do anything else before you call it a day. I think Florence is going to lay down in bed with her rock and have a whispered discussion about the events of the day with herself. Forgot about the rock. Yeah, mostly like it's her like recapping to herself, but like also subconsciously talking to the rock. Where are you hiding and where are you carrying this one foot tall rock? Oh, it's it's in like one of the bags that she has when we go out, probably like sitting in her medical bag or something or her laptop laptop bag. It's not roughly the size of a brick. It's not huge. Like, it's not small, but it's not like a giant obelisk yet. Okay, I was under the impression that it was like the size of a like an infant or something. Oh, no, <laughs> no, no, no. In a pinch, we could beat somebody over the head with it. Yeah. If you ever look at Firestarter, Firestarter is going to be kind of like brow furrowed, just looking at you with your emotional support rock. She seems to like not even realize that this is weird anymore. Take another swig. <laughs> I think at one point she'll ask the rock if it, it has any solutions to her arm. All right, I'm going to start cataloging. All these band names, I guess. And I'm going to get into contact with some of those researchers or whatever the heck. Florence, what's the number for our Geek Squad? We don't have it anymore. What? Remember, we they didn't give us the number. It was speed dial. Oh, shit. How far is the library from our motel? What are you trying to do? I'm going to look up some band names, I guess. Try to figure out if there's any kind of connection with these stickers, these posters, and the Thousand Eyes Decentralized Rave. I can also do some recon, I guess, at the Teen Rec Center or whatever the hell teenagers are doing nowadays. See if there's anything regarding this. No, I probably should have had ear earplugs in if that's happening. I guess I might also suggest that, like, lying low till this blows over a little bit would not necessarily be a bad move. Yeah. You did kind of explode a house today, and we, we were could... maybe not seen seen, but you did flee the site of an act of crime type of thing, hypothetically. And again, like that all happened in the morning type of thing. We're getting close to night at this point. We're definitely towards the end of a day, timeline-wise, just between finding a car to swap it with and driving around to make sure you're not being tailed. Like, you guys have definitely done a bunch today. Not a lot, kind of. Progress has been made post the house, but stuff's happened. Maybe we should give it a few days anyways, just so that the police aren't actively looking for this, the car with the description of the one that fled. You know, maybe it'll be in a morning briefing, in like a week or something but you know it's not going to be the this is the be on the lookout for the day this is our big target you know 
Ah, uh, yeah. And in the meantime, we can have our detective friend come see us. Maybe one of you can find an illicit doctor that would be willing to see me. Well, if anything, I'm going to put on the news, see if they're going to be reporting on any kind of details and stuff like that. There's probably going to be something in the local paper about it tomorrow. Pick up a newspaper on that. I'm going to turn on the TV. Motel. Is the, does the motel have a TV? That's like, yeah. cool. I'm going to put on one, the, but Yeah, it has one. I'm going to put on the news, scan it to see if there's anything about us, how much they know, how much information or like if they have like accurate descriptions of us and stuff. Yeah, so, so there are reports of kind of a bomb event that happened at a house. The story you're reading so far is that appears that at an abandoned house, there was a detonation of an explosive device of some kind. It appears that no one was hurt. Some suspects were seen kind of fleeing the neighborhood at the time, but car was seen leaving the neighborhood at the time, but they're not sure if it was suspects or not. Investigation's ongoing, but again, no one was hurt as part of this, as far as they know. Uh, they didn't find any dead bodies that would escalate the situation. Yeah, I guess we're laying low. So is anyone kind of pulling an all-nighter tonight for this kind of bridging from one day to the next? Yeah, I'm passing out. I mean, I technically do have a sleep disorder, so... Actually, yeah, which sleep disorder do you have? I'm a combination sleep disorder and alcoholic. I don't think it was ever specified, but I do have trouble sleeping. So that's why I drink myself to sleep. So is the um, sleep disorder literally called... It's just a sleep disorder. <laughs> All right, so Firestarter, give me a sand check on that one. Uh, as a note, if you take something to help you sleep, like get drunk or something, I think it gives you a plus 20. Yeah, it does. I'm going to get drunk because <laughs> that's, that's, that's how I usually do this. All right, so you're going to get drunk to deal with your sleeping disorder? Yes. All right, let's see that check. Uh, with that plus 20, yes? Yep. Cool, because, oh, thank God. I didn't even need to get drunk. <laughs> I could have been sober. Uh, that's 27 out of a modified 50%. My regular sanity is at 30%, so... Mm. <laughs> not, not a bad call on your part to take that. You're already an alcoholic, so what's the worst that could happen type of thing, but... I don't know, you're our GM. <laughs> yeah. You kind of drift off to a uncomfortable, restless sleep. Seeing that they've all fallen asleep, despite not wanting to, I think that Florence is going to stay up. Give me a pow check to see if you pull that off. Sure. 26 out of 85. Why are you staying awake? Because we were setting watches the first night, and then we just didn't right after this. So sure. it's a bit of, you know, we just escaped the scene of a crime, and we interacted with the weird television monsters, cable monsters. No, I, I get it, yeah. Uh, but before she does, as everyone's falling asleep, she's going to go turn the TV off and unplug it. Sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what are you doing with your rock through all of this? Oh, she's carrying it with her. All right, so the entire time this is happening, you're not quite sure why, but you're pretty sure the rock is whispering sleep to you. Sleep. All right, I'll trust the rock. I'm going to go take a nap. All right, eventually kind of given to the rock's uh, behesting, if you will. Yeah, I think she stays up for like an hour, and then she's going to go like nudge Foxtrot and say, you should stay up for this watch. I wake up and say, all right, you got it. And then, uh, yeah. I'll just kind of set up post. Yeah. And then Florence will go sleep in the bathtub. All right. So Florence, you dream of a beach, a endless beach of shiny, almost glass like black sand. And the water is kind of a inky black liquid. You can only tell the two apart because you see the kind of water rippling up and back across the sand every once in a while. 
the more you look at the beach, the more you realize it's made up of the same material as the rock you've been carrying around. Give me a sand check. Yeah, that's understandable. 51 out of 68. Success. All right. So you kind of hear various kind of words from nowhere. Maybe it's coming from the sand. Maybe it's in the kind of sounds of the waves, if you will. And you look up in the sky, like where the sun should be, there's just a white outline on a black sky. And none of this makes a goddamn lick of sense. It's all, it's weird though. The more you stare at kind of this impossibly just black place, it's all the same shade of black, just presented in almost like different mediums or elements or something like that. Is it the same like shade of black as the, uh, our reoccurring friend, you know? This is different. This is the shade of your rock. Okay, cool. I just wanted to make sure that they weren't the same. Good question. What did you need me to make? Uh, give me a constitution check. Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, 48 out of 50 success. All right, so you sleep through the rest of the night. Give me a 1d4. Two. You recover two more points of health, but you're not sure how you did it. Oh. <laughs> nice. Like, you wake up, and the holes in your arm that were from the cable have kind of overnight knitted themselves closed. You feel a little bit better. You're not good, but... I just, like, roll my sleeve down my arm so people can't see. Sure. It's not even, like, a conscious deception kind of thing. It's, like, the anxiety of not understanding what's happened to you, so you don't want to try to answer questions to something you don't know the answer to. Yeah. All right, so it's the next morning. Is that idea just kind of burn some time? You're going to investigate the stuff you brought back from the house with you? What's the plan for today for you guys? We should see if the detective will come see us because we can't be seen out in that car yet. Eh? You think we could put an anonymous tip to lead people astray? Maybe. Again, if we could find a car that matches the description in a um, in a junkyard and throw on like some other plates from somewhere else and toss in some shell casings and maybe a gun, like I would probably do it. But well, these guns are all unregistered correct yeah but you know that's a lot of prep we need to progress with the detective he's a friendly he'll be a lot more helpful once he knows that we've completed this task for him and he can come and look through this information with us i mean honestly i'm at about half half effectiveness with my arm so pulling in another set of arms is always or another another set of eyes would be helpful oh yeah your arm oh, i don't even know how i forgot about that do you want me to, like, redress it or something? Foxtrot and... Arthur, give me a pow check. 48 out of 55, success. 96 out of 50% failure. Yeah, so Foxtrot for a second there. Like, yeah, her arm got messed up yesterday. Firestarter, why worry about the arm? It's fine. Don't worry about it. Eh, you're a doctor. You're a doctor in, like, whatever. You're, you're a doctor. You, you got it handled. Yeah. Yep. I've got multiple PhDs. I'm fine. Uh, I keep forgetting yeah, about. I don't know how multiple PhDs helps recover deep wounds like the ones you had in your arm overnight. I know how to redress wounds. Yeah, I've seen wounds like that. Similar ones. They don't heal overnight. Well, they're not healed. I mean, but what are we going to do? Like, I asked for a doctor from Tranche and she hasn't gotten back yet. So, well, keep an eye out for the for a doctor and stuff. I mean, like, here's the thing. Florence isn't actively bleeding, nor is she like passing in and out. I think the color is kind of back in her in her face at this time. She's stable, and like what my triage says is she'll be good. 
just light, light activity. Definitely not going to be suitable for a firefight. So laying low right now is going to be the best bet you got. Yeah, I mean, basically all I, I really need to do right now is throw some like Neosporin on it every time I redress it. And that's basically all I can do. I mean, if I had like a full setup, I could take care of myself. But hey, don't forget, it is a deep puncture wound. So a little light on the Neosporin is going to suffocate. It. That's a very good point. But whatever. We need to do we tell the detective that I picked up a laptop and a cell phone or are you good to look at that today or do you want to wait a little bit more? I mean, maybe I, I, I want to see when he's willing to come over because I want to get it done before he comes. But I mean, today, I think we should take care of some stuff regarding our car because we need it. So we need a new fresh coat of paint on it. We need to find something to throw the police off of our scent or tracks. I mean, it's not no one got hurt, but a grenade did go off. So they're going to be looking. Well, I mean, like from the police reports, it says small explosive. So they don't think that they know it's like a military grade nade oh no 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 the police report definitely has like what it actually is but for the media they're not gonna say some maniac threw a grenade in suburbs and got away yeah not to mention the house wasn't burned down or anything so grenade fragments will be in the room where it went off they'll be able to figure it out any competent (laughs) detective worth their skin will know so. Yeah, and only the, the explosion was reported, but they're also going to find the shell casings from the SMGs and the shotguns. I mean, they're probably thinking that they've got some domestic terrorists under their nose testing out their arsenal. So we really do need to find a car that we can throw this flame onto or a person. Mm. I might have a solution. Let's find a similar car. Let's just find a car that looks close enough to it. Well, as just as a backup, our good detective friend, once he's given us all the information he needs, I mean, he was known to be obsessed with the boy that lived there. Are you talking about framing that guy? I mean, we would have to kill him because we wouldn't allow him to talk to the police, but last-ditch effort, yeah. Am I talking to the same person, to the same Dr. Florence from, like, that I first met you, who, who couldn't even, like, will a gun up to her chest? A lot Ooh. has changed since then. Do you not remember our first, like... One of our first field assignments? We literally killed this nosy lady. No, I she wasn't there. But <laughs> it's we're talking about framing an old detective. Whew. Oh man, sorry. That's damn. At All least right. his life would have meaning at this point. Yeah, not to mention <laughs> he sent us to a location and it just feels like it was some sort of weird ass booby trap house. So I kinda I really wouldn't feel too bad either. But Agree. That is something that is concerning because how did no one else, not even the computers, knew that that location existed but him? Yeah, but he did. That doesn't set off any bells to anybody here? Well, I mean... No, that is... That's absolutely... He's clearly lost his goddamn mind. I mean, so have we, slowly over time. You're talking to a rock. You were talking to a rock as you were falling asleep. Look, if we need a last-ditch effort... We can find a car that's similar to this, take him, kill him, put him in the car, set off a grenade, leave, and let him die in the... Well, after he's dead, let them find his body in a car that looks like the van. And there we go. The police will get off our back, and we can go back to operating. 
Yeah, if we can't find another car, but yeah, you got to find another car, though. or just find one that's similar. Like, yeah, we got to find one that's just similar cars. So, anyway, if we're gonna get going, we should probably get going. What's what? Where? What are we doing? The plan for the day is to find a car to kind of frame, for lack of a better phrase. Yeah, that's what I'm hinting at. Is are we going to look for a car or not? Essentially. No, oh, yeah, we we can we got to look for a car. I mean, here's the thing: if we if we're getting it from a junkyard, we need to pay off the guy to make sure that he doesn't talk, he doesn't know or anything like that, or we could steal one. But if we steal one, then they're going to connect the dots that this is a fresh burglary and not something that's lines up with the dates. So junkyard is probably going to be the best way to go. Um, like I said, if we couldn't find a car that's similar, we should frame him. If we can find a car that's similar, then we can just, like I said, we could just stage that car. I mean, it would make sense to ditch a getaway car and a junker or in a junkyard. Well, if anything else, and I head over to the nightstand where I hopefully will find a yellow pages or a white pages. Yeah, it's there. Cool. And I would like to look for a, the closest like a little pick apart or like junkyard, whatever the heck. Yeah, those exist definitely in Philly. So you're looking for a full car or just kind of enough parts to make something? I, I'm assuming it's a full car, right? Yeah. I think, yes, a full car that closely matches ours. As close. I guess my one kind of thing I'll remind you all, if it's at a junkyard, it doesn't run. No, that's fine. We just want plates from a car that... But we already have plates. Yeah, you already swapped the plates. Like, the junkyard cars won't have plates. That's a very good point. And we could just keep swapping plates until we... No one's really going to double-check their plates and stuff like that. And at that point in time, if it does get run, it's probably going to be, like, what, a couple days? Yeah. So we have a couple days head start. The car is in an alleyway. If we can get a new car or anything else with that, that tranche, if tranche could get us a new car, we could just ditch and fire burn this last previous one. He hasn't gotten back to me on a doctor, so I doubt that a car is in the question. We need to get it ourselves. I mean, honestly, if we put a new coat of paint on ours, we're probably fine. That we probably can do. I mean, what, we have an entire duffel bag full of cash and there's going to be a weird chop shop around here that'll do it and do it quietly, I'm going to imagine. We can also just go see if we can get a paint job done on the car. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Here, Florence, would you be okay if you stayed here and recovered and Foxtrot and I can go spice up our minivan with a fresh new coat? I feel like splitting up at this point is a very bad idea. I was going to say the same thing. Mm. Splitting up's a bad idea. Gotcha. Well, let's get the car a brand new coat of paint. I mean, let's find a nondescript auto spot to just kind of pay in cash for uh, silence as well. Yes, yeah, so that's all doable if you want to kind of spend the day going about doing that. Under the counter, shady businesses of all types exist when it comes to the automotive world. So that's easy enough to do, definitely. Cool, cool. Plus, it helps just kind of mellow out some of the heat we have right now, too. Sure, yeah. I mean, the car that we had was pretty nondescript. There weren't really any, like, noticeable dents in it or anything? Or Yeah. Okay. All right. And then um, let's go. Do we want to call the detective? Yeah, let's set up a meeting with the detective for tomorrow. I'd say let's just show up. The fact that he knew about this house already makes us suspicious of him, and we want to plan. Hey, let's plan to meet up. I'd say we go just go over there if we're going to do that. All right. Paint and meet up or meet up and paint? Oh, we should paint first. All right. All right. So we got the car repainted. You're going off to the detective's motel room to 
deal the detective for lack of a better phrase or interrogate the detective i guess like going into this what do people think they're preparing for are you convinced the detective was in on this like are weathers days numbered at this point how suspicious are we of the detective i'm suspicious enough that if he died i would not feel bad at all i think florence is going into it seeing how useful he's going to be and if he's more useful alive then well i guess he'll stay alive but if he's more useful as a a patsy then so here's the thing that i have with that we need to talk to him but i kind of want to get him lured out of the motel and i kind of want to follow him to a neutral spot because this is the detective with this history of this family and once they start connecting dots to the fact that this is the house that was kind of attacked yes there wasn't people involved but this is still like local headlines kind of shenanigans I want to make sure he's not being tailed. Well, nobody knows that he's at, at that apartment or motel. Remember that? That's a relatively fresh place for him to be because Tranche asked him to be. So kidnapping. I think we need to be very careful about what we do, because if we draw more heat to ourselves, that's going to be an issue. So I think we should go in at least acting friendly. Our last kidnapping attempt did not go so well. Exactly. Well, our last kidnapping attempt also happened to be kind of hastily put together kind of thing. I don't know, but there was a lot of things that happened in the moment that I'm not exactly quite proud of. Let's just head over there and see what happens. Whether or not we kidnap him, we'll we'll, we'll see. <laughs>